This is K.M. Wyland, and you're listening to the 386th episode of the Helping Writers Become Authors podcast. I've only been swearing I'm going to get into the regular habit of poetry for the last several years, but I'm finally taking action on it this spring. In the interim between the outline of my Portal Fantasy sequel, Dreambreaker, and the first draft, which I'm shortly to begin, I took advantage of my short break to explore some other creative projects, including poetry. It's a just-for-fun exercise, both as a new way to stretch my creative muscles, and also because the word puzzle aspect and the demand for vibrant visual images is a great way to practice strong narrative writing as well. I haven't gotten particularly far, but I'm hoping to work on at least one poem a week this summer. I've never been big on the idea of practice writing, which I suppose this sort of is, but it's definitely fun in its own right. I just have to discipline myself to actually do it. The latest post on my blog is how to write in an authentic historical voice. A great historical voice is a key factor in writing a powerful period story. Finding a balance of authenticity and accessibility makes all the difference. To read the post, visit helpingwritersbecomeauthors.com. And now I hope you enjoyed this week's podcast entitled, When Does Writing Get Easier? Four Steps to Mastery. When does writing get easier? This is one of the most common questions writers have asked me throughout my career. The bad news is that all these years, I've been giving the wrong answer. The good news is that the right answer is pretty fantastic. In years past, when people asked me this question, I was as truthful as I knew how to be. I would look at my own struggles, my own doubts, and I would have to tell them. It doesn't actually ever get any easier. Enjoy that first book because it only gets harder from there. Cue a stunned silence and wall-eyed stares and me shrugging awkwardly and apologetically. But here's the irony. Everybody who has ever asked me that question was asking the wrong person. I was struggling down in the trenches, trying to get my little brain around very big concepts, trying to wrangle the infinity of grand stories and themes into my very finite skill set. I may have been a little farther down the beginner road, than some of the people who asked me this question, but I was still a beginner. I didn't understand story theory or structure. I could only fumble through explanations of what made certain stories work or not. In short, I didn't have a clue. But in the years that have followed, I think I can say I've started to get a clue or two. And this year, those clues have culminated in a very interesting new mountain peak. Frankly, it's a mountain peak I didn't know existed. No one ever told me it existed. Or if they did, I laughed at the whole idea and probably forgot about it. But I'm here to encourage you that it does exist. And its name is The Place Where Writing Gets Easier Because You Actually Get It. Now, raise your hand if you love quotes about how hard writing is. Here's one I posted myself on Facebook a few months ago. Not all writers are silently suffering inside, but it certainly helps. Joyce Rachel. Writers, as a whole, embrace the difficulties of writing with good-natured and self-deprecating irony. We simply love it when our fellow authors, especially established and acclaimed authors, talk about how hard 
writing is. It makes us feel better. If it's hard for even Stephen King and William Faulkner, well, then we must not be doing so badly ourselves. The wordcraft is hard. The storytelling is hard. The quote-unquote rules are hard. The sharing of our deepest selves is hard. Heck, just forcing ourselves to look into our deepest selves is sometimes hard. One of my favorite quotes has always been Ernest Hemingway's, We are all apprentices in a craft no one ever masters. Talk about taking off the pressure. If even Papa never felt like he mastered writing, then certainly I don't have to worry about it. If it's hard, well then, that's as it should be. Now, excuse me while I fortify my upper lip, make some more coffee, and go suffer for the next couple decades. All of these feelings are absolutely, utterly, 100% true. There's a reason you resonate so strongly with these declarations of difficulty, and that reason is that writing is hard. Your writing, my writing, Papa's writing. But don't for one minute believe this is the whole picture. Just because you will never write a perfect story does not mean you will not consistently attain certain levels of mastery. Just because writing sometimes feels like running blind through dark forest does not mean someday the sun won't rise and your eyes won't open. Just because writing doesn't make a lick of sense in the beginning doesn't mean it won't make sense in the end. And just because it's as hard as heartbreak right now doesn't mean it will never get easier. Writing is only ever hard for one reason. Because you don't yet know what you know. An oft-quoted and misquoted Arabic proverb shares the following four levels of mastery. He that knows not and knows not that he knows not is a fool. Shun him. He that knows not and knows that he knows not is a pupil. Teach him. He that knows and knows not that he knows is asleep. Wake him. And he that knows and knows that he knows is a teacher. Follow him. Each of these stages represents a corresponding level of difficulty and mastery. In the early stages, we encounter greater difficulty because we have less mastery. In the later stages, we are then able to handle greater technical difficulties with greater ease because we have greater mastery. In short, writing does get easier, not because the writing itself gets easier, it doesn't, but because your capacity to manage the difficulties grows exponentially. If you're willing to embrace the possibilities, endure the difficulties while they last, and reject the misconceptions that mastery is impossible. So let's take a look at each of the four stages. Stage number one, you don't know and you don't know that you don't know. A few months ago in a podcast episode about the seven stages of being a writer, I talked about how the first step many of us take as writers is mistakenly believing we're writing geniuses, when, in all likelihood, we weren't. This overestimation of our abilities, or sometimes not so much an overestimation as a complacency, also corresponds with the first stage of knowledge, not knowing what you don't know. Comparatively, this is a pretty blissful stage. A lovely lack of objectivity about your work gives you rose-colored glasses. 
Your stories are marvelous. Your writing is sublime. Basically, you're in love. You've just discovered writing and it's thoroughly amazing. You can't imagine life without this powerful and endorphic high. If you've already moved past this, it can be hard to not to just roll your eyes at others who are still enjoying this delusionally delirious phase, which is probably symptomatic of the fact that you inwardly cringe whenever you remember your own naivety at this stage. But this is actually a very important and extremely healthy phase. If your first experience as a writer was to be overwhelmed by the infinity of everything you don't know about writing, you probably would never have written that first word. Instead, you're given the gift of early ignorance. You get to play, to have fun, to experiment, with absolutely zero pressure to be better than you are. That's why writing that very first, awful, first draft, is often one of the best writing experiences you'll ever have. That's why I used to tell people to enjoy that first draft, because once you start to know things, there's no going back. Step number two, you don't know, and you know that you don't know. Welcome to the pit of despair. In the same way that the second act is a place of confusion, cognitive dissonance, and great struggle for your protagonist, The middle two stages of writing mastery are the hardest. This is where you start really appreciating it when Hemingway says things like, there's nothing to writing. All you do is sit down at a typewriter and open a vein. At this stage, perhaps after receiving a critique of your writing, you begin to realize maybe you have a thing or two million to learn. At first you take it in stride, But it can quickly become overwhelming. There's just so much to learn about writing. And no matter how much you learn, you just never quite seem to be able to juggle it all. It's kind of like Barney Fife in The Andy Griffith Show, trying to teach the town drunk Otis Campbell how to stand at attention. Something is always sticking out in the wrong place. But not to worry. The suffering in this stage is largely the result of your very good taste. Your conscious knowledge and your practice skills aren't quite up to snuff yet, but you know that. In an interview in the March 2017 writer, Ruth Ozeki remembered, All through my childhood, I wanted to be a novelist. I stopped writing at various points because I would get frustrated because there were things I didn't know how to do. Much of the self-flagellation we inflict on ourselves is the result of just this. We have a deep subconscious understanding of what a story should be, but we lack the conscious understanding to actually make it happen. This is the part where we feel like we're running blind through the dark forest. Whoops, smack. Ran into another tree we didn't even know was there. Ursula Le Guin explained, Beginner's failures are often the result of trying to work with strong feelings and ideas without having found images to embody them. This is easily the most difficult of all the writing stages, if only because it can be so difficult to judge your progress. Often it seems you're making no headway at all, which can lead you to believe this must be it. Writing is clearly an endlessly masochistic endeavor And the best we can do is just reconcile ourselves to a lifetime of stumbling around in the woods and hoping we'll occasionally catch a firefly. It's true, some writers will never get past this stage. But you do not have to stop here. 
Stage number three. You know, but you don't know that you know. It isn't enough to just write and hope you'll get better, although you undoubtedly will. You must also be constantly studying to expand your understanding. Don't settle for understanding your stories. Seek the greater understanding of story as a whole. When you do this, new horizons begin to open before you. Slowly, almost magically, good things start to happen. You don't know how, but your writing is actually starting to be pretty good. You write one good book, hold your breath for a bit, not daring to believe it could happen again so soon, but it does. Two good books in a row, and then three. Your hard work in stage number two is starting to pay off. Your knowledge is growing, and you are slowly beginning to step into a mastery of your craft. Still, things are rough. You're experiencing a lot of doubt. Your story seems really good. You believe in it. Most of your readers like it. But you don't know it's good. The most sensible explanation would seem to be you're regressing to the unobjective delusions of stage number one. Best not to be too optimistic. Better go look up some more writing quotes from your fellow miserables. Oh, wait, here's some. A writer is someone for whom writing is more difficult than it is for other people. Thomas Mann. Every writer I know has trouble writing. Joseph Heller. And writing is hard work and bad for the health. E.B. White. Okay, so enough wallowing. You think you've reverted to an inability to be objective. Well, you have. But there's a difference. Instead of being unable to recognize how bad your writing is, now you're failing to recognize how good it's becoming. Your writing still isn't perfect by any means. Some of your doubts aren't delusions at all, but rather signs of your growing story awareness. In fact, the greatest challenge of this stage is a refusal to trust the accuracy of your story senses. All through stage number two, the previous stage, You had it drilled into your brain, you didn't know a thing, that you couldn't trust your knowledge. But now it's time to start unlearning that. This isn't, however, a conscious choice you make. Make it too soon and you will revert to stage number one's determined ignorance. However, you will know you are entering this stage as you feel your power growing, cue the evil laugh, and tentatively begin to embrace it. Stage number four. You know and you know that you know. Welcome to a brave new world. This is that land most of us don't even know exists when we start writing. It's not a land where writing is easier, not at all. It's a land where writing is far more complex than we ever imagined. But it's also a land where the juggling act of early questions and skills seems easy thanks to our new mastery. Mastery is multifaceted. It doesn't mean you write perfect stories It doesn't mean words of fire and destiny spark from your fingertips to your keyboard every time you sit down. What it does mean is that you have reached a place of harmony between your subconscious understanding of story and your conscious understanding. Now, when your imagination says, this is what I want to do, your conscious brain confidently agrees, and this is how we're going to do it. You're still walking through the forest, dodging trees, But not only has the sun risen over the horizon, you've also opened your eyes. 
The forest holds many surprises yet, many glens and streams you've never explored, many creatures you've never met. But like an experienced woodsman, you're now confident in your ability to meet what comes. You're not suffering anymore. You're centered. You're at peace. The difficulties still come, but now they are challenges to be enjoyed because you no longer fear they may overwhelm your inadequate skill set. You've fought your battles. You've earned your laurels. You've come of age. You were always a writer. Now you're an author. Thank you for listening to the Wordplay Podcast. To read a transcript of this episode, you can visit my website at helpingwritersbecomeauthors.com. And be sure to check back again next week.